Yeah, they love it when I pop shit. Hoes up when I talk shit. I just pulled up on the block on some bar shit. Niggas in the closet. What's up, everybody? This is Anna Monday 365 because it's lit. This is your boy AQ, the singer. Back at it again. We are live from 5 to 6 afternoon show. Live stream is set up. I'm here. But first and foremost, how is y'all's day going? You know what I'm saying? Today and the past few days have been quite eventful, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? We got new manga chapters dropping. We have new anime episodes dropping. We have so many things dropping lately that, you know, it's so hard to miss, so hard to catch up, and you don't want to be missing any of it. You know what I'm saying? So first and foremost, this episode specifically will be dedicated to none other than my hero academia all right boku no academia all right in japanese terms but first and foremost a new chapter dropped on the manga chapter 317 and i uh briefly talked about it this morning and it definitely is one of the uh chapters that has a lot going on all right we have crazy character development from our main character izuku midoriya we have the return of old foes and then number three we have a lot of themes and foreshadowing going on within this chapter and i think one of the biggest things that i can carry on from actually reading this chapter firsthand is that deku is really at a point now that we could actually describe him as a full-fledged hero at that because of who he is where he's been and where he can take it and the past few fights that were within the manga in 316, 315, from 311, and so on with Lady Nagant, you really got to see Deku shine because he has access to all of the quirks, all of the inheritors of One for All. So what begs the question is what is happening next after 317 as we see Deku walk into the distance declaring that he is now a full-fledged hero and he means business. So what, what is it that is going to, you know, spark from that? Will we see the return of Bakugo, Todoroki? Will we see some of the past, you know, Class A heroes coming to make an appearance within this final arc? What will happen? There's so many questions and, and so many answers that need to be told within this chapter that we could go on and on about. But what is it that... Is going to happen after this chapter like it's it's like left in mystery it ends on a cliffhanger basically but i think the one thing that you can say is that my hero academia is moving toward a point right now a point where everything has changed from the mood from the characters certain characters that are heroes have retired from being heroes indefinitely because of how stressful times are with society the society of heroes has been broken there's nothing they can do everything is just messed up and just with that being said what is going to happen now the villains have broken out from prison the world is in shambles straight panic the citizens have no trust in heroes anymore and it just continues on and on with where are we gonna go from here how are we gonna make it what what is really gonna go happen within everything in the structure of my hero academia and if we turn it on this head if you are an anime only these are spoilers, and I'm sorry if you got spoiled, but that's what's going on in the manga, and I highly recommend you get on the manga train and you read it full-fledged, wholeheartedly, and get with it. 
you know what I'm saying? Because My Hero Academia right now is it. Like, that chapter in itself is top tier. Super top tier. You're, you might as well call My Hero Academia my Deku Academia at this point. Just because of, you know, where it's going, how it, it is experiencing, and everything far in and in between. I'm really just, like, so hype that we could get such a nice form and round off of character development from a show that didn't really look like it was going to get that dark but it got dark it got extraordinarily dark like so dark that it makes you wonder now like how are we going to follow this and you know first and foremost like on here on the live i'm gonna just show y'all what i have witnessed from this chapter and it's this right here okay this right here is the reason why i feel like my hero is taking one of the most extraordinarily different directions you know what i'm saying you, people can look at this and wonder why is deku look like that for the people that roasted the author of my hero academia as to why deku's costume was the way it looked to now where it has become you could basically call deku the anime batman at this point the man looked like batman but animeified and with powers and with quirks at that and you you, you go through a lot of like questions in your mind in this chapter wondering like dang is, is something gonna happen like this right here this little panel set of panels right here i look at it and i think this reminds me of the time when rest in peace sir not i was alive you know in um all might's prime and he tried to tell all might all might don't go it's dangerous and all my said no i'm the only one who can do this i'm the only one who has the power to stop everything that's happening happening and i have the power to save everyone he knew at that moment where deku was and he tried to reach out and said man i wish i could tell you it's okay to rest it's okay to take that break you don't have to save everyone you know he, he tried to tell him you know take a rest eat something you know he haven't eaten and just as history repeats itself, Deku continues to walk away. And I'd say just in that alone, you know, as you see in the little bottom, it says, now it's your turn. And that um, verbiage is symbolism. Because if you remember, All Might dished out the final punch, the United States of America smash against all for one with his last amount of one for all basically against all for one but now as we see it again the verbiage comes back now it's your turn that's like the second time this happened within these uh assortment of chapters because 316 it was deku talking to all for one how all for one was saying i'm not worried about that big oaf all might i've always been worried about you i've known about you i knew at that moment that now is your turn was you and he already knew and he was like now it's your turn now see that now it's your turn that power of symbolism it's just like so strong it like makes you wonder like wow like like whoa and it's like it's continuing like to come into my brain just wondering like through all the seasons we've watched or through all the chapters and volumes that you have read through my hero academia to get to this point specifically is like turning point and climax of this anime and definitely gives it background to why we may describe it as the next new gen anime like 
it deserves that title. You know what I'm saying? It deserves that. Like, nothing else can't really compare to that, but it deserves that title for being one of the top next-gen animes of our day and of our time. And um, I can definitely, like, feel like this chapter alone was, like, top tier. Like I say again, I may repeat myself, but it is very top tier. It's up there for me. Um, if you're feeling like you haven't ventured far enough down this road, I mean, listen, it's okay. You know what I'm saying? This chapter alone is so powerful. Like, so powerful. And, like, I continue to wonder and think to myself, like, we look at, like, the premise of where Deku has gone. And then we see where he arrives to now. Like, if you're watching season five, like I have, you have been like asking the question continuously, like, wow, I really can't wait for this to get animated. And now that I'm seeing certain things get animated, like the first intro of the last episode that I had dropped um, referred to uh, Shigaragi's new power boost. You know what I'm saying? And that's from when the villains get their power boost up. You know, they boost her up when they meet up with the, the society, the secret society thing. And you guys will learn about that when it comes through. But for them to snippet that part and show the, anim the animation of what it was going to become, I'm like, whoa. I'm like, they're hinting toward it. But I know they're probably going to have an episode describing more of what happened at that time, you know, when he did what he did. So all in all, y'all, y'all definitely need to read up on your my hero academia if you have not catch up on it currently on 317 chapters it's such a great read highly recommend 10 out of 10 like you will not be disappointed definitely all in that and um just just with that being said just give me one second all right just with like that being said there's like so much to like be hyped for and, and like genuinely excited for it like i can't wait for the next time they drop a new my hero academia video game you know once they give you know my hero the next dude because you know my hero wants justice too is pretty dope but like my hero definitely needs that that cyber connect hookup for real for real for real like no lie no lie in that you know what i'm saying Whew. but yeah i am chilling with that you know what i'm saying but yeah, here's another announcement uh, for you guys. You know, since I'm here solo dolo on the podcast and whatnot, shout out to everyone who has, sheesh, everyone who has supported the Twitter. Um, as you know, we've had a Twitter for uh, ample amount of time, right? You know, I'm saying a good ample amount of time. We've had the Twitter up and it has been a grind. Like, no, like it has been a, a whole grind. Like, uh, there's been a switch, like in my mind, you know, going through Twitter, I realized something. I was like, you know, in order to truly get connected with anime Twitter, it's going to actually require me actually to go out to the community on the internet, communicate with everyone and see what's up with it. You know what I'm saying? See what's up with everyone. See what's up with how they're doing, what anime they love and enjoy. And I think it's good that I, you know, get back into it and share with y'all that we've hit 200 followers. So shout out to all of the mutuals, the mutes, um, everybody who has come through and given us 
amazing feedback answered our questions online about what's their favorite anime why do you watch anime because right now i can do special stuff like this and go to twitter right go to my mentions okay or not my mentions i can go like to one of the tweets that i've posted you know for example and i can see what a lot of people have said so let's go back to a question i asked for the community and it is why do you love anime comment to this tweet hashtag anime twitter first and foremost we got anime gives happiness to me it's like i'd rather spend my time watching anime rather than talking to people i feel that and that was from uh momo ring eight all right shout out to you you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm giving shout outs everywhere all right shout out to tmwtp underscore two you uh commented good time waster but it's also something that inspires you from the gist it's like it's a beautiful medium to tell stories with some of the best works of fiction and inspired you to do art and animation um so that's what's up now i'm gonna go again to someone else who said why do they love anime shout out to Ackerman x lopez i find peace and happiness watching anime anime is my stress reliever that's what's up i, I appreciate i appreciate that all right shout out to yjiki like i said i'm reading um comments for followers on twitter so if you haven't seen this you want to get connected follow us on twitter at animonday365 we currently have 200 followers shout out to everyone who has been there at mutuals uh this is from yjiki it helps me find humor in this messed up world teaches me life lessons and allows me to work my issues via characters that have similar problems I wholeheartedly agree with that statement as to why, uh, you know, I love anime. Anime really relates. It speaks to your soul. It's something that, you know, can't really easily be replaced. You know what I'm saying? Anime is not just like no normal thing. So I'm going to go into the quotes. We got a couple quote things. All right. Somebody commented down below. I just saw this. Um, Without it, I would not have hentai. I'm dead. Hey, sometimes you got to watch your hentai. I ain't going to hold you. All right. See G3 back. You got to do what you got to do. I feel that. You got to do what you got to do. I'm going a, I'm to a retweet what you just said. All right. Somebody just said Ash is here again. Uh, they're, they're trolling, obviously. Oh, okay. They said that might be uh, some spam. All right, whatever. All right. Shout out to CEO of Cerami. This person says, story most of the time, but comedy is cherry on top. All right. I feel that. I totally feel that. I totally feel that, all right? And then, you know, we have somebody who posted their favorite characters as to why they love anime. And then somebody really gave me, like, the greatest GOAT answer of all time. And shout out to J. Killian uh, Zoldik. Anime teaches me life lessons and gets expressions and emotions out of me that I will never show in front of real people sometimes. Now, this um, tweet alone got, like, four retweets, 19 likes. You know what I'm saying? This person really gave an answer of the ages and you know someone else shout out to uh, she ceo shala a place where i can escape reality my mental problems um everyone gave answers that were dope you know what i'm saying some people gave answers that were troll like obviously but there were some dope answers and as i was like scrolling through twitter i ended up finding some like cool stuff as i'm scrolling through right now uh let's see let's see let's see i'm gonna look for it right now for y'all all right so someone uh named cast control 
I had uh, posted uh, the YouTube link so that people can, you know, follow us on YouTube. And shout out to our YouTube. We have currently 28 subscribers. That's progress. You know what I'm saying? We're on the up and up. If you haven't already, please check us out on YouTube. Do the dang thing. Shout us out. But shout out to Cast Control. This person gave an amazing answer for what's their favorite anime. And it reads, Attack on Titan. It's more than just an anime for me. When I watched it, the people I showed it to, it just gives me excitement talking to people about it. For me, it's an amazing anime. I can't wait for season four, part two. I can't wait for season four, part two either, because I know I can read the manga, read the rest, but a part of me is saying, hey, wait up on it and watch it when the animation drops. And I'm like, you know what? I feel that. I'm totally an anticipation of season two, I mean, not season two, but season four, excuse me, the final season of Attack on Titan, where everything goes down. Shout out to the savagery of Aaron. You know, things always go down and whatnot. It never ceases to amaze. And I tell you, it never does. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if you've never gone to our Twitter, I'm currently the one managing it, running it, along with Ghost King Kami. Um, we talk to amazing people who love anime and if you're one person that loves anime, you know, follow us and interact. We love to, you know, communicate and talk because I love to talk too. It's amazing experience. It's amazing at that. I, I can't, I can't doubt that. Like, who knew that anime would take it this far for real, for real. Like, it's lit. Super lit. Super lit at that. For real, for real. Uh, I think someone is trolling us because we just hit 199 followers. <laughs> you know, when you hit that little threshold of hitting 200, there's always gonna be somebody that's gonna be like lurking from the shadows. It's like, oh, yeah, I hit 200. Uh, let me, let me, let me, let me hate up on y'all and uh, take that 200 off you real quick. She. But yeah, we we hit 200 followers. I'm still gonna count because we did. We got that down. I think in uh, other news with what's going on in the world of anime, in about seven or so days, I believe, the Chainsaw Man anime adaptation will be dropping a trailer. And I was discussing this over, uh, hey, what's up, D4, what's going on with you? I was discussing this over Twitter, and I was just wondering, I was like, yo, I definitely should do like a video reaction to this, see what's up with it, see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the best experience to do that with, you know? So, you know, I just decided, let's rock it. Let's rock it with that. So, right now, we're at a point where the Chainsaw Man anime is coming. And I really can't wait what my MAPPA has in store because MAPPA is in charge of it. Like, come on now. Mappa? Mappa doing a thing. Like, wait a second. Y'all really out here with it? Out with the smoke, the smuggle? Like, y'all better. Sheesh. I am super hyped for that. You don't understand. But yeah, other news. We have Boruto news. Huh, right. Let me, let me share y'all some Boruto. So, the recent Boruto episode had dropped. And, by far, animation was great. Alright? Animation was sensational. 
definitely something that you could be like, whoa, all right, I'm cool with that. Um, the Boruto episode was so sensational. You know, I had to definitely share it with y'all because it's Boruto. You know what I'm saying? Who doesn't like a good Boruto episode? All right. Boruto, basically top tier. We got Jigen. We got Naruto versus, you know, Jigen, Sasuke versus Jigen, Naruto and Sasuke versus Jigen. If you want to be more clear and elaborate with that. But the animation was super duper on it. Like, no lie. Super duper on it. Super duper on it. I, I just can't, like, complain about it. It was great. Uh, there was, there's, like, this scene right here. Like, take a gander at that. Like, take a true appreciation and gander at that. Look at that. But let me tell you, they sure got mocked the, the flow with. No cap. They, they sure got wrecked, man. This man right here, Jigen, does not play. He, he does not play. Jigen is built different. Exceptionally different to the point where it makes you think and wonder. Like, yo, man, this man does not play. Like, I'm still trying to wonder how, you know, they're going to run with it when it's going to be the Jigen versus Kashin Koji fight. Because let me tell you, that fight in itself, too, that was a cold fight, too, because people end up realizing who's who when they're like, oh, could this person be who we thought they were? Like, is this who we think, you know? I'm like still trying to wonder. Like, dang, like they really going out with it. Like the bang is happening. This whole like arc in itself is going down for real. Straight up going down for real. Like, y'all don't understand. It's going down. Going down for real, for real at that. I'm currently just checking everything with our Twitter. Checking if everything's off Gucci. Alrighty. But yeah, anyway. I am so like <laughs> ecstatic today. Cause like I took the time to actually like watch some uh, To Your Eternity. And that episode hit, I didn't get to finish it. But I also watched uh, that time I got rejected and took in high school runaway. Though tell me why that episode was hitting for real. It got spicy, spicy. Like first few seconds, you know what I'm saying? If you know the storyline of that time I got rejected, took in high school runaway. Um, high school runaway finally she comes home you know what I'm saying with uh, Yoshida-san and her mother comes through and just slaps the mess out of her bruh like she just gets smacked alright and in that whole instance the whole like music shifts changes I'm like yo this is getting dramatic like oh my gosh like this is crazy like you feel the emotion of the actors and the voice actresses just going at it like it's crazy Y'all definitely need to check that out. That time I got rejected, took in a high school runaway. I remember the other name of it, but that's the other part that I know that sticks out to me that I completely remember through and through at that. So check that out. Um, other things to really uh, revisit, 8686, let's talk about it, all right? Now, I love my mecha anime, all right? I recently finished Giron Lagan and Giron Lagan was just full of pain all right just full of just straight up like in your feelings uh you won't feel this pain whether you like it or not like 
it's real like it's real now like y'all not gonna be like phased by none of this like it is for real for real so reading through it or not reading through it but watching it i mean it went from good times to bad times because the whole 86 crew got killed off the undertaker seemed as if he got offed all right i don't know if he's dead i don't know if he's alive but the way the last few minutes of the episode goes he sees his older brother in kind of like a spirit world or spirit realm realm type of deal and then uh goes to our handler one retaking the pieces seeing where the 86 lives reading the last uh goodbye letter saying if you found this please name the cat uh you know xyz please let us live on all that this episode was so emotional and if you haven't watched it watch 86 86 it's a, it's a different type of different type of mech for real like i love my mecha like gundam wing um iron blood gundam you know garon lagan i love them especially garon lagan that was go tier like watch garon lagan that was only pain as well but with 8686, they really hit the subtle button with pain on a real note. They got you connected with all of the, the members of 86, and then they just stripped them away from you without really saying anything or any like reverbage of any kind. Like it's just we're just taking them all away from you. Y'all may not like it, but it is what it is. Here you go. Like we not playing. I was like, I saw that, and I was like, bruh. They really didn't hold anything back. Like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, what happened. Like, it's like, it's still like a thought in my brain. You know, when you think about something and you're just like, dang, like, y'all really just went there with that? Like, y'all really just had to just take everything away from all of us? Like, y'all couldn't just been a little more subtler with it? Like, you just had to just strip everything away? Like, you just took everything. Like, you didn't even have to take us on this journey, but you did. And then you just took everything away. Everything. I just, I'm still trying to process it, though. Like, like, why? Like, did you really have to do that? Like, ask yourself those questions. For someone to really take you on this journey and have you invest in everything about the anime and see where you're going to go with it and see if like you're going to truly enjoy it and love it and then just strip it away from you strip it all away everything like i'm still processing it through my brain just wondering and thinking like was it worth it that you had to do that like come on now shout out to everybody on twitter um i did a thank you so much following spree and we have like 100 likes 19 retweets Look at all this, man. It's crazy. It's, it's definitely wild, bruh. It is so wild right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. So wild. I'm definitely feeling the love of everybody who, you know, who comes through and supports the vision of, you know, Anna Monday 365 because, you know, it's our new, new venture. And let's take a second to look at our YouTube while I'm on it. Just in this like live broadcast podcast you know what i'm saying we currently have 28 subscribers just to check all right and our one episode six uh podcast episode has 125 views eight likes okay i see you i see you 
All right, we getting somewhere, no lie. No lie, this is like support on a beam for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. As of like right now, you guys make doing this super fun and amazing. Like the creativity and planning that goes behind doing Anna Monday is so fun and I totally look forward to doing it every week. <laughs> amongst my free time because who doesn't like to do something in their free time because if you ain't doing anything in your free time you have to be lying to me like do not lie to me all right guys like tell me the truth tell me the truth okay please now another anime that i would like to get into a little more you know deeper is megalobox uh like this morning show i really went to just a deep thought deep rant about you know certain anime and uh, how the anime makes us feel at times, and you know for some reason I got into Megalobox. Now Megalobox is on its second season, uh, season two, The Nomad, and the new newest episode came out today. I need to watch it, but last episode ended on such a great note that I can't wait for how this fight will turn out for Joe, as he is wearing the. Uh, the mech boxing set that he got from chief and i can't wait to see like how he does against old mac and max you know super uh chip self with his mac time thing going on so can't wait to see how that turns out super duper hype about a lot of things uh like i said before we got my hero hype we got boruto hype i got the megalobox hype i got other anime that i've watched hype all of that far and in between but just to piggyback on what's been seen this week let's talk a little bit about record of ragnarok all right so record of ragnarok dropped on netflix a few days ago and if you were a avid anime watcher like moi then you took the time to actually watch the anime from start to finish and even invest your time into it so we have a uh, type of world that is ruled by gods and the gods had decided you know what i'm saying that it it is uh it is paramount that the earth will have to be destroyed along with the humans so one of the valkyries decides that it would be better for the humans to have a shot at protecting themselves and giving them a say in if they should be eradicated or not. So, we get battles. We get battles of old, olden warriors or even serial killers against gods. The catch is the heroes have special weapons that allow them to fight the gods. One of the coldest people that was in this anime is shout out to R.I.P. Adam. You like from Adam and Eve? Yo. Tell me why Adam was so fire. Like, the man had Sharingan that could copy all the god moves and use it against the god. He was going against Zeus for that matter. But the way he went out, bruh, they gave Zeus the win. But we all know and we saw Adam Adam wrecked Zeus. Zeus, Zeus was down for the count. Zeus had no chance against Adam. The only reason why Adam lost was because he died way before Zeus had fell. But Adam made sure to stay standing at the end of the day. But the reason he died was because his body couldn't take the exhaustion. See, I was like, bruh, 
Imagine if Adam was a god on a low key. Zeus have been done for. Like, you just can't do something like that and expect me to just be like, wow, Zeus won? No, after all that, man, Adam was giving Zeus the works. Gave him the one-two knockout again, knocked him out again, then knocked him out for a third time, even in the afterlife of him being gone and him still standing. Like, you have to give it to Adam. Adam did above and beyond for what he was doing. Like, tell me, like, the true understanding of, like, why they had to say he lost. I mean, it was mad dope to see Suzaki the Samurai do his thing um, against Poseidon, but... But boy, Adam laid out the blueprint for winning, and he was cold with it, with his divine reflection ability. Like, bruh, Record of Ragnarok is cold. And here's another thing. A controversial statement came out uh, that a lot of people were not uh, enjoying the Record of Ragnarok anime, a lot of manga readers. And, you know, I kind of just thought to myself, I was like, you know, we really have to appreciate things for what they are sometimes. Like, we, we carry so much expectation for certain things, that we may ruin it for someone else who may like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am not going to be mad at you if you tell me you enjoyed The Promised Neverland Season 2. If you did, then that's cool. That's dope. Like, tell me why you loved it. If you loved it so much, tell me why you loved it. Like, don't let my opinion change your opinion. Like, if you loved it and I didn't, that's cool. Like, I totally respect your opinion. I'm not going to tell you it was trash. I'm going to say, you know, maybe trash to me, but you it may be a blessing to you. Like, it might have made a difference on you. Like, for me, I enjoy Tokyo Ghoul other people they hate the tokyo ghoul anime adaptation but i love it like from start to finish i felt for it and then for parts that i needed explanation on what did i do i went into the manga anime is all meant for manga to sell all right why do you think demon slayer has been on top because the anime's animation is what made the manga sell so well a lot of people love the anime so what did they do let's go into the manga and sales of the manga skyrocketed to the point that the demon slayer manga is the number one selling manga and the demon slayer movie is not only just an anime movie but one of the top or even i'd say standalone as itself an anime title amongst other movies to be ranking where it is in the box office so that in itself is just like wow and makes you think deeply about what is truly going on with anime because anime is like a deep a deep deep thing like it's more than just being described as a cartoon or just animation man anime stands alone and stands the test of time why do you think studio ghibli films made such a difference on people's lives like anybody could remember totoro or howl's moving castle or you know grave of the fireflies they can pinpoint to the movies that made a difference even anime that we've seen such as me and ghost we were watching tokyo magnitude 8.0 and tell me why that anime done took the life out of our feelings and emotions because it was about an earthquake and it was about these kids trying to survive the earthquake but then the things that you didn't expect happened and they did happen and then it made you upset i mean spoiler alert my favorite you know little boy just wanted to have his family together and you know his sister was being such oh my gosh she was just being too much like like i don't know what her problem was and you know the brother ended up dying and you know he was trying to help her out and ease her pains by you know being a spirit to lead her home and it's kind of like supernatural aspect of it but you know you could tell like if it was the other way around if him not dying and then her you know her probably getting off it probably wouldn't have hurt as bad but for him to get off and what he had to do for you know to for to show his sister that you know all he wanted was the family be together again and, and have love in their hearts and and not be like dominated by you know 
these disputes and attitudes and egos i mean like it was such a deep deep story like storyline deep like i whew, that was an emotional roller coaster if you have not seen tokyo magnitude 8.0 highly recommend go watch that we talked about it in a live uh show last week and that's when we did a filming and uh we, we got into it because when we were watching it, you know, I had fell asleep. Ghost had watched it. He was reacting to it with tears. And I woke up, rewatched it, and I was in tears. Yo, anime really hit the heartstrings. Like, for real, for real. Super heartstrings, for real, for real. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. It hit those heartstrings bad. And uh, if anime doesn't do that, we don't want that type of anime. We want anime that inflicts pain. That makes you shed tears. That makes you wonder, what is life really? Like, how can we really, like, elevate our own subconscious to really, like, understand, does this make sense? Because it's really, like, related to realism. Like, if an earthquake happened and then one of your siblings had died, like, oof. Like, you would feel the pain. You would be going through it. You'd be wondering, how can you, like, readjust life and readjust life itself to really just pinpoint how can we, you know, go on from this? Like, it was just an earthquake. We could have just avoided it, but I lost you. Like, my own sibling. Like, that's true pain. I, like, have no words for it. It's just deep stuff, man. Super deep stuff. Huh. I just got to take a breath on that one. Whew. Tokyo Magnitude 8.0. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, I'm still trying to, like, pinpoint and wonder... Like, what was the person who was writing and creating this story thinking? Like, they wanted you to just, like, go on this wild ride and, like, feel as if, like, you thought it was sweet. Like, you thought the whole anime was sweet. But turns out anime was not sweet at all. You know, the author was putting you through a test. A test of time. Like, like a true test of time. Like, you thought it was a joke. Ain't no games being played. Is real life. Like, ain't no games at all. Sheesh. Like, I'm still thinking about it. Like, why? <laughs> why? Mm-mm-mm. Still thinking. Ooh. But yeah, another anime that I tend to like watch and whatnot is Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers. Exceptionally, I can't even speak. Exceptionally great anime. I tell you because, oh my gosh, like Tokyo Avengers is a mix of erased meets gang life, meets slice of life, meets heartstrings, meets we about to take your whole emotional roller coaster and make you think like, uh, and then that opening though, the opening is what really be hitting, dog, like no cap. And oh, right here, just update when I was talking about Chainsaw Man, trailer drops June 27th, so six days, six days. Is when we'll get this Chainsaw Man reveal. And I think for me personally, what I really want them to do is to please make sure the animation is not CGI, all right? Please don't do it. I mean, I listen, I do love a lot of animes that are CGI. Some of them, like uh, Beastars. I love Dodo Hidoro. I love them. I love the storyline that they tell. I love them. I love the mix like Baki has. I love the mix that had Berserk had in the movies when they had the mix of CGI and the 2D. I love all that. But what I really need for Chainsaw Man is an aesthetic that is so pleasing. Kind of like how Devil Man Crybaby was, but like on like its own unique level. That's just like representative of Chainsaw Man. Because we know Chainsaw Man 
is going to be a classic. The storyline, if you read it, it definitely has the the ringings of a classic in the making. And if they do it right, they pace it right. They they do the they show the focal parts in the right way. They show one of the great, highly anticipated parts. That's like it's it's like a scene of graves, and there's like these astronauts inside the graves, and it's like the Grim Reaper in the background, and that scene is like so powerful, powerful and emotional. I'm, I'm like, listen, if they do that right in a way that's woof, understandable, we're really gonna have a problem. It's really about to be something. It's gonna make you wonder, like, dang, this is where we at right now, like. Y'all are not holding anything back at this moment. I'm just letting y'all know that. Like, for real, for real. For real, for real. Sheesh. I'm, like, still trying to wonder about, like, how Tokyo Avengers makes me invest my time into it each and every week. Like, I'm going to read the manga, but I feel like I'm going to read the manga when the anime ends like for the first season that it has and then like i'll actually get into dive deep reading into it when i can you know because i know I, i'm itching to find out what happens next um but i'm like so involved with other things that you know i, I feel like i really you know want to invest it you know what i'm saying invest it because why not invest it Cause who knows? You never know how things will land in the future for anime. Because anime is like so interesting, so different. It's just like something that's like out of like the blue and something you've never seen before is what makes you watch certain anime. Like Record of Ragnarok. I mean, I've seen people fight the gauntlet, but I don't think I've ever seen something with gods and then heroes from Dynasty Warriors. Lubao. Like, yo, they, that remind me I was playing Dynasty Warriors. They bring me back. I was like, oh, snap. Then they talk about Jack the Ripper versus Hercules. Like, when have you seen something like that? It sounds so outrageous, but it's so cool and so different. It makes you just want to watch what's going on. It's like, okay. Like, I really want to watch this. Like, can, can we watch this some more? Like, I see what y'all trying to do, but let's get back into it. You see what I'm saying? It's different. Certain anime is different. I tell you, when Yu Yu Hakusho first dropped back in the 90s, dog, it was so different that it made you want to watch it stand alone. Like, comparison to Dragon Ball Z, comparison to Roronori Kenshin. I mean, Yu Yu Hakusho was different. You know what I'm saying? Just like how Roronori Kenshin was different. You know what I'm saying? Pioneered the way for Samurai. You know what I'm saying? It didn't really pioneer the way. I mean, there were anime that came before it, but everybody knows Roronori Kenshin and Samurai X is up there. All right? Everybody knows the impact that Roanori Kenshin, Batosai the Manslayer had on, you know, cult, the culture of samurai. And even that, Ninja Scrolls. Everybody knows the importance of that. Everyone knows the importance and power of Afro Samurai when Afro Samurai dropped. We had rewatched Afro Samurai the other day and watched the movie that encompassed it. And I feel like when you have an anime aesthetic paired with the RZA as the soundtrack, paired with notable voice actors from different anime, for example, uh, Afro's best homie, friend, voiced by the same guy who voices Sasuke. Uh, I remember his name is Yuri. Uh, it's so crazy. You know, you see notable voice actors in the Afro Samurai paired with a RZA soundtrack. Goaded stuff ever. Great selection of OSTs. 
and soundtrack ever. Storyline, great. Love the storyline. Love the premise of it. You know, the power of not having the number one headband, having the number two headband, and seeing how that counteracts each other. Like, wow, who would have thought, you know? Who would have thought that this is where it would take with the turns? And then going into the Resurrection movie, Afro Sam uh, Samurai Resurrection, that whole storyline premise kind of just showed you like he had no reason to fight no more. And then they resurrected his pops. And you know, the pops had to get oust. But you know, the premise of the number one headband, number two, you know, just goes to show you, you know, his reason for life was to avenge his pops. And after that, he found peace. He wanted to let the headbands go. But then again, people were like, ah, nah, you, you, you need to continue with that headband, you know, the power of God and all that. But I mean, that storyline was deep when you really think about it and watch it. Afro was a little different, man. Afro. And the fact about Afro that really, like, makes me just continue to think. He's like, you know, Afro is voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. And then Afro's um, imaginary friend is voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. So tell me something. Samuel L. Jackson did a phenomenal, amazing job. I don't think you could ever say you found one of the you know, popular comedians voicing an, in an anime and killing it the way Samuel L. Jackson did, man. He did it in such a way that was so dope and so like lit and refreshing that watching Afro as I am at 25 compared to when I watched it at the age of like 15, 16, or 14, or even younger, I grown to appreciate it more. Cause I'm like, yo, he was way behind on his time. Like, y'all understand, like this is a piece of art right here, a masterpiece. Like this episodes, you know, short, you know, five, six episode anime, right? But it tells the premise of the story so well and paced out that it doesn't need to be any longer than what it is. It's a valid thing. Afro must find the number one headband and seek out his revenge while wearing the number two, fighting everyone else. Makes so much sense. The premise is very straightforward, easy to understand. Boom. We get to the movie. All right, so people want to come back. We got people coming back. All right, boom. We're going to have to beat everybody else. All right, then the next characters finally die. All right. What really um, boggles my mind, though, just, just like from a thought process, you know what I'm saying? Where Afro Samurai series ends, it ends with, you know, Afro continually fighting his, his friend, you know, for number one. Okay, I was like, that's the ending. So I'm guessing when we go to the movie, it's more of like an alternate type ending. You know what I'm saying? You know when you see something like an alternate type ending, and then, you know, his magic Frank goes back. Oh, yeah, I'm back, Afro. You thought I was gone. I'm back. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was so interesting that that is, is his imaginary friend. Uh huh. And it's funny how in the last fight, he's like, oh, I saw you even killed your imaginary friend. It's even said that other people can see the imaginary friend manifestation. But he's not really there in in, um, in literal terms. That's what I thought was very interesting about that dynamic. I think like when you really like deep and dive deep into the story and you really like see that, it's like wow. That in itself is what make makes Afro Samurai so unique. You know what I'm saying? So unique, like by far. It makes you wonder, like okay, dang, like this is how they did it. Like I don't even understand, like how. Like the premise of it is like so well thought out. And the soundtrack makes sense. You even got the rhythm making cameos and the one part where the DJ was doing the music up, you know what I'm saying? And it fits in the OST feel. And then you got the opening, got the ending, has that, you know, Wu-Tang style going on, you know, which the RZA pioneered with the sound because he produced all of Wu-Tang stuff. Uh, but it's all makes sense. Uh -huh. Another thought. The Wu-Tang 
American Story. I'm still waiting for that season two, but if y'all ain't watched it, go on Hulu and watch that Wu-Tang series. It's like a, um, a drama series based on the Wu-Tang Clan, how they got started before Wu-Tang, after Wu-Tang, all real stuff. Amazing watch, definitely. The actors that they selected and, you know, the artists they selected to voice the certain uh, members of Wu-Tang Clan, spot on, all right? Spot on casting. I ain't gonna lie to you, spot on casting for real, for real. No lie, no lie. Like, I'm still like, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Pardon the uh, side rant or tangent I just went on with uh, subscribing a uh, a regular show that's not anime, but sometimes, you know, you, you find things that inspire. You know, we went from Afro Samurai to Wu-Tang Clan and Americans uh, story, I believe, or saga. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I seem to like find it so interesting that certain people like to set a standard for what you should watch and then judge you based on what you like. Like, that shouldn't even be the case of anything. Like, if you like something, please just say you like something and run with it. Like, don't let someone change it. Like, if I'm someone who likes the mess out of, of Hamataro, Hamataro, yeah, I love Hamataro. Like, you better not talk nothing about my hamster anime, all right? Hikaru Nogo, Shogi anime, that junk was fire. Don't tell me nothing. If you don't like it, so well. Zatch Bell, you don't like Zatch Bell? I ain't like you. <laughs> I like what I like. Don't You can't change what I like. This is my interest. This is what I do. You know what I'm saying? If you like an anime and you rock with it till you die, keep doing that. You a real one for life. All right? Ain't nobody going to change how you feel about what you enjoy and desire. It is what it is. And you should keep doing what it do. All right? Straight up. Straight up. All right? Just to remind everyone who is listening to the Animonday 365 podcast. This will be dropping as soon as possible to the YouTube and all of the podcast streaming platforms that we have set up from Red Circle onto Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google and so on and so forth. All right. This is your boy AQ the Singer. You can also check me out on my social media streaming platforms through AQ the Singer or inspired by AQ also on YouTube. And you can connect with me and ask me questions about what anime you watch, what's your favorite thing to do. And also, I have a other podcast that I also do, which is called Talks with AQ, which you can also check out and still tune into, which where I talk about motivation, music, and also anime at times. But this podcast right here is the Animal Day 365 podcast, where we talk about anime and manga, and we keep it real for you, for real, for real. All right. This episode in particular will not be edited. It will be straight up and to the point from the live itself through the mic that I am speaking to. So if you have any questions or comments that you'd like to make on this podcast itself, please do not hesitate to make a review on our Apple podcast or make a comment on the YouTube channel. Subscribe, say what your thoughts are. If you felt like our podcast is trash, just tell me, you know what I'm saying? Just tell me, tell me how you really feel. Funny story though, I'm gonna get into it. I was on Twitter, you know, promoting Anna Monday 365, whatnot, right? Promoting it doing what I can, right? So, um, out of nowhere, somebody random, a random account comes to me and says, you're trash. Your podcast trash. Your YouTube is trash. So I see the tweet because I had posted something like, hey, I'm gonna leave my tweet for an hour. Uh, comment what y'all feel, but I'm gonna read it when I come back. So I read that and I was like, wow, that's interesting. And what did they do? That person quickly clicked off, blocked uh, Animate365 and didn't say that. And I was like, wow. This is how internet people be acting like? Like, come on now. 
Like you really telling me that you invested all your time to comment how you felt and then just dip and run and not face the consequences of the person that you reacted to? Like, come on now. I'm like, come on now. And then what I did is I quoted, I said, yo, thanks for the motivation. I really appreciate it. And then I also commented, I was like, yo, I made my first hater on Twitter. Um, if y'all have any like real or honest opinions on, you know, our YouTube or podcast, please feel free. We are not soft skinned people. We are very tough skinned and we can take a joke. I know the trolls now. All right. I know them. Like your trolling is not going to hurt my feelings and isn't going to ruin my day. All right. I'm going to hear what you're saying. I'm going to use it as feedback so I can improve on the channel and work to be a better YouTube, better podcast platform for all the viewers that love anime and manga because I believe we do not need to be short-handed or, you know, lied to when it comes to anime, all right? Like, I'm a, a thorough watcher of, you know, one of the big names of YouTube, like Afro Senju, Forever World, um, Neo Game Spark. Like, I used to watch a lot of those people who reviewed video games and anime and discussed it just like how I am now, in front of a camera, talking about it and having the hope or faith that maybe someone will listen and relate to it you know what i'm saying because that's really all it really go comes down to at the end of the day making an impact so that someone can find their way into enjoying anime in a great light shout out to my boy prod row he's in the building on the live i appreciate you um we've been on the podcast wave right now uh speaking about a lot of good things in anime right now i mean since you came too Shout out to you. you probably seen the newest One Piece episode where you got to see amazing, phenomenal animation. So I, I'm interested to know what your thoughts were on that episode that dropped. It definitely was a game changer. And I know One Piece fans were humbly and excited and proud about what happened. You know what I'm saying? You got to see Luffy. You got to see Law. You got to see... Huh, the kid boy like they were going off for real for real. animation was top tier like no games being played all right like huh they consider that generation the worst generation but they don't huh, understand that that generation is built different all right they do not play i know what they're capable of all right i know i know all right um yeah future of one piece yeah i'm so excited you know for future of one piece i'm definitely super hyped for where one piece is going I, I definitely can't wait to see you know how they continue to be consistent with their one piece manga drops and how consistent they can be with the animation uh and the arcs to come you know what i'm saying sheesh and, that, and that's great and amazing but yeah back to what i was saying my little tangent i'm happy enough to make an influence on somebody who loves anime and manga and i really just want to communicate with the people of the anime world and make connections uh create bonds just like how in naruto we say create bonds bonds matter all right i want to be able to create bonds i want to be able to make a difference and i want to be able to talk my favorite stuff which is anime i love anime you know what i'm saying i love manga i definitely like i said i posted on twitter i was like i want to have a house dedicated to just decorations of just anime and manga i'm gonna have my posters up my manga collection my anime game set on display my little uh streaming setup you know what i'm saying in the room so i can you know really stream stream for over because i've been streaming but i want to like stream like seriously seriously because i have 67 subscribers not 67 subscribers but followers and i really want to get um monetized for it so i can make a living that way or through instagram right now um but that's really where i'm at right now uh, shout out to our twitter we hit 200 uh followers 
please be sure to follow us on Twitter and Monday365. I think when I looked again, it said 199, so I think somebody's like trolling. <laughs> they probably saw 200 and like, let's unfollow. And they made it 200, made it 199. So if you feel like you want to go on the Twitter and follow us on there, you know what I'm saying? On the Twitter to make it 200 again, please feel free to. I am, I'm totally down for that. You know what I'm saying? Connecting with my people. Because that's where I'm at right now. I'm on the Twitter talking with y'all at the same time. Shout out to my boy Proud Row. Y'all need to check him out. Creates amazing music, amazing beats. Anime inspired at that. For real, anime inspired. Yo, when are we hearing that Dragonaut Resonance beat, Pride? When we gonna hear that? Let me know. <laughs> when we gonna hear that that drag uh, Dragonaut beat? I'm waiting on that. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to everybody who has come through on the live uh, for Anna Monday three six five. We got three minutes left on the live, and we've been vibing through on the podcast. You are listening to Anna Monday three six five because it's lit. This is the podcast that drops every Monday. Why not? Oh, it's coming on your EP? Oh, snap, shout out to Prod. He's had an EP coming. So do we got a title for the EP yet, Prod? We got a title for the EP, Prod? I'm, I'm about to gas you up on this uh, episode today. What's, what's the EP title? I'm going to have to give you a, a plug-in on this episode, for real, for real. Let me know what that, uh, that title of that EP is in the comment section. Shout out to you if you're listening to this late. This came out in a live. And anything happens in a live, we do it. Do what it do. Oh, not yet. Not yet a title. All right. So we have an untitled EP coming from Prod Row coming soon. He's still figuring it out. <laughs> Laughing emoji. He's still figuring it out. It's okay. It'd be like that. It'd be like that sometimes. I feel you. Sometimes you gotta let the title come to you. And then it's like, bam. Bow. All right. It happens. But yeah, Prod, if you got a chance, you know. I don't know if you're followed to us already on, um, uh-huh. as you can see, the limit reached on Twitter. If you're followed to us on um, Twitter, you know, go, go follow us on Twitter. Probably I'm following you right back. Um, but yeah, if y'all not follow us on Twitter, follow us on Monday 365 It's been fun getting on the Twitter sphere. I'm not going to lie, though. Anime Twitter, though, y'all can be really toxic, though. I ain't going to lie. Like, y'all, y'all some toxic people. Uh-huh. I mean, I know I'm toxic, but sheesh, like, uh, you can't be doing this to me. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, y'all be wildin'. Y'all just say how you feel sometimes. I mean, I appreciate the honesty, though. I, I really I appreciate the honesty. I really do appreciate the honesty. I'm like, people people be real with you. Like, if they don't like what you're doing, they don't, like, they don't like your podcast or something, they just be like, nah, man, I'll mess with that. Y'all trash. I'm like, dang, seriously? Like, wow, bro, I, I wasn't even rude to you. I wasn't even saying anything wrong. I didn't even say one word to you at that. You basically said, like, oh, yeah, you're trash. Don't follow me because I'm going to straight up unfollow you and you're going to have to follow me. I'm like, yo, y'all crazy. How you going to treat me like that? You know, like why? All right. Why? <laughs> crazy enough. But yeah, anyway, y'all, thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out to my boy, Proud Row for coming through. Uh, this is the Anna Monday 365 because it's lit podcast. This will drop on all the platforms and YouTube as a sound video and also as a thing you can listen to in your car. So Appreciate y'all for coming through. This is AQ Singer. I'm out. All right. Peace.